Goosebumps number 53, Chicken Chicken by R.L. Stein. It's a finger-licking nightmare. Don't call them chicken legs. Everyone in Goshen Falls knows about weird Vanessa. She dresses all in black, wears black lipstick, and puts spells on people. At least that's what they say. Crystal and her brother Cole know you can't believe everything you hear, but that was before they made Vanessa mad, before she whispered that strange warning, a chicken chicken. Because now something really weird has happened. Crystal's lips have turned as hard as a bird's beak. And Cole has started growing ugly white feathers all over his body. Listener beware. You're in for a scare. Next kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. we should have done what gotten chicken yes yeah every time i have so much to say i have so much chicken to eat wow protein you know what they say winner winner chicken dinner so this you guys i'm matthew scott montgomery this is my As brother daniel montgomery this business. is the goosebumps podcast welcome to deadcast i just want to get right into it because i'm so excited i'm daniel montgomery did, we, did i, I say did that? i said it really really fast though oh um, you know, if we had been smart, like we always are not, we would have gotten buckets of fried chick chick, and we'd have been eating that and just finger licking, finger licking while we were here. But I have been looking forward to reading this, rereading this book since we started this podcast. Because in like the, the world of Goosebumps, and I say this with pure, pure joy, this is lauded as the worst Goosebumps book in the series. I think that's so funny because I had such a blast reading this book. I mean, this is probably the stupidest book in the in the series. Would you agree with that? I would I would say that this is absolutely a book where two thirds of the way into it, Arl Stein had absolutely no clue what was gonna happen or how to get out of it. It stuff I howled laughing at this book while I was reading it, you guys, and and I, I was I, I was pissing myself. And I, I did some research on it online. I was trying to figure out if people I, I for some reason in my brain always chicken chicken is the worst goosebumps book. But here's the thing. It, it to me it's like for Buffy, it's like Beer Bad or Double Meat Palace, where it's like notoriously the worst one, but like I kind of love it for all the reasons it's so completely terrible. So you guys Get, get ready, you know what I mean? Like, get down on your 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 peck and paw and get ready to just, like, peck up those seeds from the ground because this is the motherfucking stupidest shit you've ever heard in your life and I love every single feather of it. I thought it was pretty incredible and to me, it's really borderline... Like, it's just a... It's like a... It's a glorious, joyful joke book for R.L. Stein. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's almost all puns and jokes. Yeah. It is just... And, but it's also... Let's not, let's not brush this aside. It's also pretty disturbing, gross body horror. Yes, th- there's stuff, there's some stuff in this book that's it's the so grossest gross. out of the entire Goosebumps series for me as well. 
it's so outrageous, and th- uh, there is no corresponding TV episode because honestly, how would they do this? There's no way you could possibly do it. I looked up on YouTube to see. Sometimes I always search the Goosebumps books on YouTube to see if the other people there's like fan made film versions of it, or there's like other reviews online. If you look up Chicken Chicken on YouTube, you will see countless YouTube videos about why it's the worst Goosebumps book ever. And there's one like teen, a group of teenagers like tried to recreate a Chicken Chicken trailer of them like redoing this book, which is hysterical. If you want to check it out i think if they had tried to do a tv episode it would have i don't think it would have i don't know i don't think it would have made it past the censors i don't think it i think there's no way to do it without it being totally goofy and sloppy and schlocky and a mess and now that i'm saying all this out loud i desperately wish there were one. oh same okay so in the last book that we read how i learned to fly which was one of my favorite episodes we've done so far by the way for a book that I did kind of had written off, and that is the beauty of Welcome to Deadcast. If you guys have been listening to, is rediscovering these books. Hey, bless whoa. you. Am I allergic to chickens? You allergic? Um, that's the beauty of this podcast is because I'm should rediscovering have taken your Claritin, your Benadryl, your Claradrill. I should have taken that because that's the beauty of this podcast is because I'm like learning new things about these books that I know like the back of my hand. Anyway, so How I Learned to Fly, there was in in the book, if you guys remember, there were like trading cards that we've been reading the backs to. And so I'm about to read you the trading card for Chicken Chicken. Then we'll talk about the cover of the book and then we'll get into break it down why and see if you guys agree that this is the stupidest Goosebumps book ever. So Goosebumps number 53, starring Crystal, our narrator, a pretty cool chick. (laughs) But she's got really foul manners. Oh, come on. Cole. Crystal's younger brother. He's low in the pecking order. Oh my goodness. Franny and Jeremy. Don't expect these two to chicken out. Oh wow. Vanessa, a real sorceress. You better beak kind to her. Oh. <laughs> this is really up my alley. <laughs> the setting, Goshen Falls, a small country town populated by farmers, chickens, and one evil sorceress. <laughs> Here's a quote from the book. Bluck, I can't stop the clucking. Same. And R.L. Stein says the real deal. This book started from something that happened in my family. My brother started thinking he was a chicken. We probably should have taken him to a doctor, but we needed the eggs. <laughs> Gosh, Robert it's Lawrence. so stupid. I love it. Let's get into it. So the cover of this book is... It's the second book we have in the Goosebumps series that has a kid being transformed into an animal of some kind on the cover, which leads to two of our most disturbing Goosebumps covers in the series, Why I'm Afraid of Bees and now Chicken Chicken. It's a girl with crayon red hair screaming directly at the camera or, you know, whatever, the front of the book as a chicken walking past a chicken coop. And meanwhile, there's a stormy background with a lightning with lightning striking. Now, fun fact about this cover it is actually the reverse of how it was painted. If you look very closely on there, T- Tim Jacobus's name, the way signs T. Jacobus, is backwards because it's like the mirror flipped version of it. Yeah. And I'm not sure why they did that. Maybe to include the little tag on the front that says, like, join the Goosebumps fan club to fit on the right side of the book. There's some speculation but about that online. This has driven people crazy for years. Um, but they, there was a reprint in 2007 that they reversed it back to the way it should have been all I along. I wonder why. I've always thought the cover of this book, Crystal, looks like Morgan Johnson from school. And I've always been convinced it is Morgan Johnson. Who did you imagine it as, as when you were reading? Oh, myself with the crayon red wig. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. I imagined it as uh, f- 
uh, former uh, guest host and best friend of the podcast, Deborah Ann Wall. Oh, I wish. I wish I thought of it that way. Oh, wow. So Crystal is our protagonist. She's 12. And Crystal she, Connors. And she has a younger brother named Cole who's 10 years old. This book, by the way, came out in March 1997. Um, one more thing before um, I let Daniel take over and he'll tell you what happened in the book. <laughs> um, I read this entire book out loud. You did? Yes, because I was just really bored yesterday, and I I, I, that. I I was working from home, and I had a lot of work to do. You can work from home. I can. And so to treat myself after I completed each round of work, I read a chapter out loud. And about halfway through, I got kind of tired of, hear, of doing it out loud, but I committed all the way. And I will say saying the name Cole over and over again was a real tongue twister. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> so Crystal and Cole live in Goshen Falls, oh, which gosh. is a really tiny, just three-block long farm town. I love it when Arlstein has town names that are falls, like Dark Falls. And Goshen Falls. And Pitts Landing. And th- they live on a farm, a little farm with a, a farmhouse. And they the family doesn't really have much on the farm besides just chickens. That's really it. Um, it's it's not like a, a, a you know like a sprawling pasture of cows and sheep and I don't uh, pigs and I don't really know what's on a farm. And it's referenced later that this is Ohio, because mm-hmm. the choir sings a song called "Beautiful Ohio." So I'm assuming that it is this is Ohio. I love that it came from Ohio. So uh, uh, Crystal and Cole's parents uh, are computer programmers who grew up in the Bronx. Hilarious! I always love parents parent occupations because they're always something not like being a computer programmer is silly but it's always something like kind of specific that you never really have to explain like swamp scientists yes and they their parents always dreamed of leaving the big city and having their own cute little farm and now they do they were from the bronx don't be fooled by the rocks that i got i'm I'm still still, i'm still i'm still i'm still crystal hates the chickens yeah um and i love some of the descriptions in this book and and crystal slash arlstein points out that they have she hates their glinting black eyes and sharp beaks do you have any opinions on chickens at all i i i don't i don't have any opinions on chickens no i've never really thought about chickens i don't really dislike them i don't i don't i don't have any feelings towards them i'm not scared by them i don't think maybe not one chicken but chicken chicken does two chickens scare you um, no, I just, it is one of my favorite proteins, and it's what I get at Chipotle. Yeah. The steak just never is right. Barbacoa. The sofritas is kind of fun, though. Uh. So Crystal is supposed to be feeding the chickens. It's a Saturday, and not only is she supposed to be feeding the chickens, but she's supposed to be looking after her brother, Cole, who's always getting into trouble. So here's annoying little brother's sister, but Cole isn't the most annoying. He's kind of just kind of like a jokester, but he does have some redeeming qualities. He teases her quite a lot, but uh, Crystal is described as tall and thin with deep red hair. In fact, Mrs. Wagner at the bakery thinks she should be a model. Here you go, red hair again. Zing, 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 zing. And Mrs. Wagner... um, Speaking of Mrs. Wagner, Crystal's running through town looking for Cole because she can't find him. And town is like three blocks. It really is. It's like a small, small little quaint, um, you know, country town or whatever, farm town. And I don't think we really have another um, farm farm situation like this. I mean, we had Sherpia. We had a really small, wintry town a couple books ago, and now is like our kind of hot farm town. So Mrs. Wagner at the bakery says she saw Cole heading towards Pullman's Pond. And uh, Crystal's like, oh, no, I know where he's going. Cole is described as tall and skinny with blonde, wavy hair. He could be a model. And 
Crystal finds Cole and his friend Anthony hiding behind the hedges next to Vanessa's house. Our, here's You guys, get ready to be introduced to our second witch and our only witch, other witch, I think, in the Goosebumps series, right? Besides... Clarissa. Oh, no. What about Sarah Beth from Oh, I'm the Monster stupidest. Blood. I'm the dumbest. This is our third witch. You're right. And and was Clarissa definitely... I guess Clarissa definitely was a witch, huh? Um, I would, I would count her as witchy. Well, uh, you know, Vanessa's described as a, as a sorceress or as a mystery woman. And she's described as being pretty with straight, long black hair, a pale white face, always dressing in black with black, li- black lipstick and black fingernails. Like, Arlstein just goes full tilt stereotype here and doesn't really explain her much more than that. We never really find out more. And honestly, we don't need I think it's interesting they say they couldn't tell if she was young or old. And if you guys wanted to read this book and have a drinking game to it, drink anytime it's said, the phrase black lipsticked lips are said ooh yes there's there's more that will come later that we'll get to yeah uh, that you can drink too so the kids in town always play tricks on Vanessa and you know sort of tease her and her cat that's always screeching in the window and Cole and Anthony are N- not only just the two of them, but they they are also with their friends Franny Jowett and Jeremy Garth. And they all have to um, paint that picket fence, that white picket fence, because this is the 40s. I'm kidding. That's a joke from Tom Sawyer? Um, sure. And they... Uh, is it from Tom Sawyer? I don't know, and I think it's earlier than the 40s. You know what? Uh, my literary knowledge is goosebumps. Cat probably knows. So they... So uh, Franny and Jeremy have been dared to fill Vanessa's mailbox with two pitchers of water. Can I stop you right there? Yes. So this has haunted me ever since I read this when I was a little a baby chick. Because how do you, how do do you fill someone's mailbox with water? And they describe the mailbox as being black and metal tilted near her front door. So I guess if it's a mailbox that's like on a stick and it's like a little compartment and it's tilted back, you can pour water into it. I just don't know how that works. I don't get it. I don't get how the water would just not seep out. Like Again, just... I think this is something that maybe Arlstein did when he was a kid in the 50s and you like filled people. I, this whole book seems like it takes place much earlier than the 90s. Yeah, so they're like, oh, fill it with water. What a great prank. And Anthony's like, no, you guys. Anthony is described as having a round face, short black hair, and red framed glasses. They keep sliding off his pug nose. And I'm like, if he has like a little pug nose, then why do they keep sliding off? Mmm, that's a good point. I need a job. And so Anthony's like, no, you shouldn't do that. Didn't you hear what she did to Tommy Potridge? No, no. She, she caught him sneaking up to her house and did some magic on him and turned his head big and spongy. Same. She's, and they said that, and they're like, but he, but Tommy moved away. And Anthony's like, yeah, that's why, because his head turned into a big sponge. And Cole's like, it's fine. Lots of kids play tricks on Vanessa, and they didn't get squishy heads. Let's just do it. Do it, you guys. Do it. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, Franny and what's his name? Jeremy. Jeremy make their way towards the the mailbox, pour the picture the pictures in, and as soon as they do, Vanessa comes tearing out of the house, her black dress and hair flying behind her in an invisible in and I was about to say in an invisible wind, but that's an oxymoron. Mm. In in the wind. With a loud, angry cry. And her dark eyes are glowing because her dark eyes glow a lot in this book. And Franny and Jeremy just make a run for it to the other side of the yard. Vanessa somehow doesn't see them and instead turns and sees Cole, Anthony, and Crystal. Who just freeze. I was like, bitch, why don't you run, y'all? Who are just like standing in the side of the yard Uh -uh. watching. Uh Uh-uh. And... 
after freezing for too long, then they decide they're going to run home, run, 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 collapse in the living room, dying laughing. Well, at least Cole and Anthony are dying laughing. Crystal doesn't think it's funny, think it's funny. And she's like, what if Vanessa does something to us? She saw us. She didn't see Franny and Jeremy. She's going to curse us. And she goes into the kitchen to get some iced tea and then screams bloody murder. No, please. And I think this is so interesting because this book is from first person perspective, right? Yes. And there is like a something terrible happens to our protagonist, but we don't know what it is until her brother runs in. Yeah. And the scream is because she slammed her hand in the fri- the refrigerator door. And so Cole starts to do what he's going to do for the next 700 pages where he just teases her and says everything that's happening to her is a curse that Vanessa has put on her. He was like, Vanessa cursed you, made you do it, made you slam your the, the door in your hand, and now your hand's going to get big and squishy, big and squishy like Tommy Potrich's head. And, Vanessa, uh, and Crystal's like, ow, puts her hands in the freezer. Their parents get home, and they're like, uh, you know, we need to round up the chickens, Cole. Round up those chickens in the back. Those chickens. Crystal's really freaked out all day long, thinking that Vanessa's going to curse them. In fact, she can't sleep because she keeps thinking she sees a cat's shadow on her wall. Vanessa's cat. And then this really fucked up thing happens that, will, that might give you nightmares. Um, she's in bed at night, you know, dreaming, worried about shadows. But then her bedroom door actually, this actually happens opens and a woman walks in with a black veil wearing a long black dress it's vanessa and she opens her mouth to scream but it's only a low moan comes out and she comes forward and vanessa tries to choke crystal and crystal pulls vanessa's veil off and it's not vanessa it's cole I was like, Cole, Cole, where'd you get that dress and that veil? I think it's amazing that Cole went that far to find a black dress and a black veil to get dressed up as a woman and scare his sister. So Crystal's like so angry at him. And she's like, I'm going to get back at you. And he runs out of the room, his long black skirt trailing behind him. <laughs> I love it. And she continues to have trouble falling asleep and has a, has dreams about black ca- a black cat screeching. Guys, this nightmare she has is so incredible. And, like, we haven't had a really good Goosebumps nightmare in a book for a while. But in, in this nightmare, it's so strange. She, like, sees herself in her nightmare, which doesn't actually happen. It's like an all-white room. But What do you all- mean it doesn't actually happen? Like, I can't – I don't have dreams where I'm not in them and I see myself. Oh, I have. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I've never had a dream like that. So maybe it just doesn't happen to me because of the drugs that I'm on. But um, so she has this nightmare where at first the room is all white and all can, all she can see is like a, is Vanessa's nameless black cat. But then the white room becomes Crystal's room and this black cat floats towards her screeching and its mouth gets wider and wider and wider and this black cat is floating towards her screeching louder and louder and louder until the sounds of the screeches are louder than her own screams. And she wakes up and it was so real she was expecting to see a pussy on her lap. So in the morning, she's getting dressed for school, and I was like, wait a minute, isn't it Sunday? Like, because yesterday was Saturday. I don't know, girl. She's like, I woke up for school, and I was like, huh? And she's like, oh, b- basketball practice. I cannot wait. And her mom's like, oh, yes, I know you want to make the team, like, be on the, the starting five players in the team. Yeah, so there's, like, two things that start coming up in this book that you know something horrible is going to happen at both the things. One of them being she's on the bas- women's basketball team at school, but she's the sixth player, and she wants to be a starting person or something. And the other is that it's her best friend Lucy Ann's birthday, her 13th birthday this Saturday. Lucy Ann's turning 13, and she's been talking about being a teenager for years. So, and she's like, remember, you have to get something for Lucy Ann. Cole walks in, and he 
he is covered into the kitchen. He's covered in ugly red splotches all over all over himself. No, please. And he says, Vanessa, Vanessa did this to me. He did this to me. She did this to me. Everybody freaks out. Chris says, oh, no. But then Cole starts laughing, and, and he's like, just kidding. I painted on my body with red marker pen. <laughs> And Crystal's like, ugh, how could you fool me again? She says, even if you get hit by a truck, I won't believe you. Love. Great one-liner. And she storms out of the house and goes to school. Mm-hmm. After school, Crystal is with um, Cole and Anthony in town. And Crystal needs to go to the mini mart next to the grocery store to buy a CD for Lucy Ann for her birthday. And as the three of them are walking up to the mini mart, Anthony and Cole start playing this game where they toss an egg to each other. They toss and, it back and forth, and then they get further and further apart with every toss to see how far they can get apart with each other for, before dropping the egg. By the way, this game that Cole and Anthony are playing has absolutely nothing to do with Crystal, so I don't know why she gets involved. Crystal's like, hey, you guys, stop, stop, stop doing that. And, of course, thing gets out of hand. They get too far apart, and the e- egg ends up flying and breaking on Anthony's head. Of course. And then he, Cole and Anthony get in, like, a fist fight in front of the grocery store. Crystal tries to break it up and is pulling Anthony away from Cole when all of a sudden Vanessa comes out of the grocery store. No. And they all bump into her. Her gross, Vanessa's groceries go flying out of her hands, eggs cracking, broken ketchup bottles on the, on the street. And Anthony apologizes and runs off but Vanessa just stands there and stares at Crystal and Cole fury on her cold pale face and this is where it happens she raises a black nailed finger to Crystal and whispers and Crystal gasps and Vanessa smiles and then Crystal and Cole run off they run fast 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 into the day and Crystal sneaks one last peek at at Vanessa's angry face. When they get home, Crystal's super freaked out. And Cole's like, it was just an accident. What's the big deal? And he's like, you you, you stop freaking out about Vanessa. Stop it. What could possibly happen? And Crystal's having kind of a shitty night because she, like, you know, didn't even get her present for Lucianne. And she was a perfect klutz at basketball practice. So she doesn't want to talk about shit at dinner that night. I I am more and more realizing what a total klutz is. I am. Oh, yeah? And are you always banging and bumping? I, I don't know how this happened today, but I have a living room with a, a low glass, like, coffee table. With a low moan. And it was not even within m- m- the path of where I needed to go. And somehow my body found a way to walk all- across the room over to the coffee table and bang my shin against it. <laughs> and then as I was putting on my sunglasses... I, it, I, I, I wasn't really, I don't know what, how it happened, but I ended up poking the, the stem of the sunglass, one of the, the side sunglass into my eye. Ow. Did and, the Witch of West Hollywood curse you and poke you and say, klutz, klutz? <sighs> yes. Yeah, that explains it. You should have apologized. So the next day at chorus practice, Cole is in chorus with Crystal. He's the only fifth grader in it. Um, because Their school he, is so small because it's such a tiny town that, like, half of the students there get bussed in from, like, 30 miles away to have enough people to go to school. Yes. And Cole's, like, an amazing singer. He has perfect pitch. This is why I thought it was – this is why, like, Cole's such a well-rounded character because he's not just an annoying little jokester. He's also a great singer. So they are practicing for the Green County Middle School Junior High graduation. The teacher – the chorus teacher's name is Mrs. Mellon. She's a tiny bird-like woman with feathery gray hair. There's a lot of descriptions in this book about her being fat like a bird, basically. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. So a spider – during practice – a rehearsal, a spider falls into Lucianne's beautiful curly blonde hair. 
and everyone screams and it's like a stupid scare moment and then they continue practice. Uh-huh. They're singing Beautiful Ohio like you mentioned earlier. It's Chris- a drippy song, but Crystal likes to sing the high part. And Cole has a solo in the song. And when it's time for him to sing his solo, Matthew, would you sing his solo for him? Yes. He opens his mouth to sing and he sings, Bluck, buck, buck, bluck, buck. With a confused expression on his face and everyone laughs. And Mrs. Mellon's like, hey, stop fooling around. Let's... Let's try your let's try your solo again from the chorus. So they tried again, and then this time Cole sings Bluck, 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 Cluck, Buck. His face turns bright red, and people kind of stop laughing at this point. And she's like, Okay, seriously, one more time. They practice one more get practice his solo one more time, and then it just comes out in a bluck, 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 bluck. And Crystal's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And Cole goes, bluck, 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 bluck. So that night, as Crystal is wrapping uh, Lucienne's CD, which she must have um, went out and gotten, uh, Cole comes into her room and is like, hey. I wonder if it's Purple Rose. Ooh, I hear they have a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. Cole comes into her room and says, I, I swear I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to do that during rehearsal. You don't understand. I had to cluck. Made me laugh out loud. Me too. He says, I think Vanessa made me do it. And Crystal's like, for some reason, Crystal, this whole book has been like, she's cursed us. And this time she's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> everyone's tired of your, du- well, maybe it's because he's faked her out so many times. But she's, she's, everyone's tired of your dumb jokes. And he, and she shoes him out of her room. As Crystal's falling asleep, this is when it starts to get so funny to me. She can't, she hears a chicken clucking outside. And I love that this is supposed to be terrifying. She hears a, a chicken clucking. She's like, a chicken clucking at night? I thought they were all in their coop. Did they get out of the coop? And then she hears a coming from right outside her bedroom window and she goes to the window and looks down and gasps and sees nothing nothing on the silvery ground drink every time you hear the word silvery Mm -hmm. she sees the coop is silent and still then she realizes the clucking is coming from her brother's room next door and she says to herself why is he in there clucking in the middle of the night (laughs) what is he trying to prove Cut to Lucianne's big birthday party on Saturday afternoon. Her family has the most successful farm in Goshen Falls, and they always throw big farm parties. At the party, Lucianne mentions Lucianne mentions chorus practice and comments like, "That was weird. I'm going to be late for a rehearsal tomorrow because it's Sunday, and we don't usually get out of church until 11:30." I thought this was so interesting that they mentioned church. In it's a the first book. and only reference to church. Oh, that's a lie. They will be where the snowman. They met in a church. That's true. Yes. The party is super... That's just a quick little tidbit. The party's super fun. They take tractor rides. They kill dance myself. to Lucy... I know, kill myself. Dancing to Lucy Ann's tape player. And then it's time for the birthday cake. And that's when the horror begins. Cake, dun, cake, dun, cake. Dun. Um, while singing happy birthday outside with two... Lucy Ann gets two birthday cakes. Because Lucy Ann has too many brothers and sisters that have to make two cakes every year. And they have a blueberry pie about the size of a pizza. Lucy Ann kind of like stares at Crystal. And Crystal's like, why is she looking at me? And she realizes her lips, Crystal's lips, are making a clicking sound when she sings. And she realizes they feel so cracked and dry. Mm. She ends up getting some cake and tries to say, mm, this cake looks good, but it comes out... Like a metal click. She can't form words. And she can't eat because each bite makes a loud clicking sound. And she can't even chew. In fact, she started to choke. People are starting to stare at her. And she she asks Lucy Ann for chapstick but can barely say. And it comes out as... So then, and then Lucienne's like, um, it's inside in the bathroom. So she runs inside the house to get chapstick from the bathroom. And she looks at herself in the mirror. She screams. This makes me fucking sick. 
She. This is so gross, you guys. She sees that her lips were bright red, hard and bumpy. As, as hard, hard as fingernails. And she says, oh, did a crust form over them? So she tries to pull it off. But, but it's attached to her face because now her ass has grown a bird beak, bitch. She says, I must be must be having an allergic reaction. And she was so scared. She was trembling so hard. Her lips were clicking. And she thinks to herself, will I ever enjoy cake again? Or will I have to pull up worms from the ground and suck them through my bird lips? <laughs> <laughs> so she sneaks out of the party and oh, runs man. all the way home. Cole is at home by the chicken si- by the <laughs> <laughs> By the kitchen <laughs> kitchen sink with a bath tail, towel around his neck. She covers her mouth so he won't see it. He says, I have to show you something. Something is definitely wrong. He pulls off. This is so gross. I know. It makes me feel thick. He pulls off the towel and there are white feathers growing out of his neck. Growing and on his neck and shoulders. And he can't stop clucking. And he can't stop clucking. And Crystal thinks he's kidding that it's all a joke that he like glued feathers on them on his shoulders. So she goes to grab one and accidentally pulls one out. He screams, ouch, and it leaves a small hole. She says, wait a minute. You're really growing click, click feathers? And her lips can't stop clicking with her beak when she's staring at the feathers all over her brother's body. So she takes him to her room and pulls all of his feathers out. And it hurts really bad, but she tries to be gentle. And and then, three years later, he notices her lips and goes, What's up with your lips? And she's like, they're just chapped. And he's like, no, we should tell mom and dad that something weird's going on. But they want, they're out till very late doing something. You vague. guys, get ready for the biggest bullshit of all time. Because you better believe if my, my ass were turning into a chicken, I would have told my parents yesterday. But the kind of bullshit that comes up where Cole and Crystal don't tell their parents and can't tell their parents is well, some chicken crap. We're, we're gonna we're about we're about to come to the worst the worst so far, I believe, of the goosebumps trope of kids trying to tell their parents that something's wrong and the parents can't listen because they're too busy making dinner. Yes. <laughs> It happens almost every book. This one is hands down the worst. Anyway, yeah. next morning, Crystal wakes up, and she notices that there's, oh, it's so nice. A nice warm breeze comes through the window, rustling her feathers. Her feathers? They're all over her arms. And all she tries to arms. cry out, but all that comes out is a goggle, goggle, goggle. She has feathers all over her shoulders and arms, white and brown feathers, and her lips are even harder. And Cole shows up clucking in her room. His lips are now hard, too. And his fingernails and hands look like claws, dinosaur claws. So she pulls out all of her feathers, then pulls out all of Cole's feathers, and he says, Vanessa. And Crystal says, Vanessa is turning us into chickens. (laughs) They hear their parents downstairs. They run to go tell them, and they're screaming all the way, Vanessa's turning us into chickens. Vanessa's, it's real. And mom replies, calm to them that's great because i need two more chickens for my barbecue this afternoon no are you ready for a big twist it's not gonna happen it turns out she wasn't even listening to them she was facing away from them and she was talking on the phone and then she hangs up the phone so here it is i'm gonna i'm gonna read some of this dialogue because it's, so it's unacceptable it they said mom we were blah, blah 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 we have to talk to you she says oh you two slept so late it's nearly noon and our guests will be here in an hour or two and Crystal says, Mom, and she interrupts her and says, did you forget we're having a big barbecue this afternoon? We, we're having at least 20 guests. And and and, um, and Crystal says, we have to talk to you. Cole and I, we have a problem, a real problem. She says, oh, you mean about the chorus practice you missed this morning? And meanwhile, she's like hastily making barbecue sauce and like preparing chickens. And it's making Crystal and Cole feel very sick. And she says, no, Mom. She says, that was Mrs. Mellon on the phone. She wondered where you were. She was calling to make sure you two are okay. And Crystal says, we're not okay. 
And the mom's response is, she's such a nice woman. She's bringing two barbecued chickens of her own this afternoon for people who don't like them hot and spicy the way I make them. Crystal, you need to help me cut up the peppers. And Cole says, mom, please stop talking about the chickens. Crystal says, I have something to tell you. And the mom says, your dad is out back getting the barbecue grills ready. Oh, ice. We have to remember the ice. We have to remember to buy ice. And Crystal says, mom, Cole and I are turning into chickens. Crystal and Cole's mom laughs and says, ice and paper plates. I don't mean to use real plates. Too much of a mess. And Crystal grabs her arm and says, no, really, we're turning into chickens. And she says, Crystal, I really don't have time. You and Cole should get yourself some breakfast. Then you can go help your dad. And Cole screams out to her, block, cluck, cluck, block. And Crystal says, listen to me, mom, do you hear Cole clucking like that? And she says, yeah, yeah, very nice clucking. And then, like, goes back to the barbecue sauce. I don't know how she doesn't recognize the fact that they have beaks for mouths and chicken chicken fingers. This gets worse. She says, Crystal says, do you see my lips? Vanessa is doing this to us. We bumped Vanessa and she spilled and spilled her groceries. She's turning us into chickens. She says, please, you two. Can't you see how frantic I am? I don't have time to. And then she look, for a second looks at her lips and says, oh, yeah, those are really chapped. And she says, they're not chapped. I'm growing a bird beak. And Cole screams and screams, block, block, cluck, block, block. She says, go put some cream on your lips, Crystal, and keep out of my way. I don't have time for your jokes, Dave. You're not going to help. Just, just don't make more trouble. And, and walks away from them. Ridiculous. Like, the worst. And Cole's like, I don't know what to do. Do you think Dad will believe us? And Crystal's like, no, he's busy. And they're like, wait, Anthony. Anthony was there. He must be turning into a chicken, too. Let's run to his house oh, and, like, see what the deal is. So they run over to Anthony's house, but on the way, they run into Vanessa. Well, sort of. She was coming towards them from the opposite side of the street, dressed in a, co- a, lo- a black cotton shawl and a long dress. And they see her, and they start like tr- start to hide. As they're walking, Cole's head starts bobbing up and down like a chicken. He starts clucking, <laughs> and and because when she when Crystal notices that, she's like, "No, we're not we're not hiding from Vanessa. I'm gonna confront her." And Vanessa, like, she runs up to Vanessa and stops her and. They try and talk to her, but it comes out in cluck, cluck, block, 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 clucks. And Vanessa says, block, block, back to you, chicken, chicken. And then hurries off. Bitch. So they go over to Anthony's house. Anthony's playing golf in the yard. And much like, much like Crystal and Cole's mom is like focused on the barbecue, he's focused on the golf. And they're like, hey, is anything weird happening to you? And he says, yeah, I've been putting really well recently. And Crystal and Cole say, well, what about growing feathers? And what about your lips? Are you clucking all the time? <laughs> and Anthony says, huh? And he's like, I don't understand. And this is so ludicrous to me. Crystal pulls Cole aside in front of Anthony as Anthony is just like putting by himself and says, Anthony doesn't know what we're talking about. So they just decide to leave. And Anthony is like, hey, guys, I might be coming to your barbecue later. Save me some chicken. <laughs> When they get home, Crystal goes upstairs, plucks out all of her feathers with tweezers. Ouch. And, and tries to avoid, like, going downstairs, but her mom calls her downstairs to help. And the smell of the chicken makes her feel sick. Uh. Crystal notices that her hands and fingers are becoming bony and scraggly, and her, her fingernails are now become long and sharp. She's like, maybe nobody will notice. She's about to help her mom, even though she looks exactly like a chicken, when she sees Cole <laughs> outside in the fenced-off chicken area on his hands and knees, surrounded by other chickens. He doesn't fall hard in his hands and knees. He's just there already. He's there sucking up chicken feed. And his mom says, does he think this is funny? And Crystal says, Ugh. 
I don't know, Mom. So Crystal goes to run outside to stop Cole from pecking up all that seed from the ground. Crystal's mom is like, go go get your brother. What is he doing? And Crystal says, I watched Cole pecking at seeds for a few seconds more. Then I made my way out the kitchen door and crossed the yard to the chicken area. I really did plan to bring him into the house to mom. I really did plan to drag him away from there. But those seeds look so delicious. I bumped some chickens out of the way. And then I dropped down on my knees, lowered my head, and started pecking away. <laughs> Ew. Like, this book is so weird and gross and hilarious. And that made me laugh out loud. Ludicrous. So cut to the next day at school. And Crystal, I can't believe Crystal is at school, first of all. No. And Crystal can only think about the barbecue. Basically what happened is that mom and dad were really mad and disappointed that the kids, like, not only made a fool of themselves, but didn't eat any of the chicken. And the guests thought it was, like, an awkward joke that they didn't quite get. And basically the barbecue ended up being a disaster. Oh, God. So but that morning before school... Uh, Crystal and Cole help each other pluck out their feathers. And Crystal's like, oh, God, I hope they don't grow back during school. They will. Don't go to school. After school, there's a basketball game. And Coach Clay says, hey, Crystal, Hillary has a bad cold, so Crystal, you get to play. And Crystal's Crystal's response is, cluck. (laughs) <laughs> so she's like, oh, no, it's finally my dream of being a star player. So Crystal's like, everything should should be great. Do you think everything's going to be great? Do you think this is going to go well? Like, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, no, oh, no. It made me think of be careful what you wish for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it makes me think of be careful what you wish for, for sure. So during the game, Crystal can't run without bobbing her head up and down and clucking. And also this thing is happening, you guys, where her hands are tucked under her armpits so her like elbows flap like chicken wings but they're like getting stuck in her armpits and she only and her knees stop moving so she has to run straight legged and she can't run without she can't bend her knees when she runs she can't pull her arms out from underneath her hands from out her armpits and she also can't run without bobbing her head like a chicken (laughs) (laughs) and during the game like black swan she starts to sprout feathers from her legs and the other team is shocked and laughs and coach clay shakes her head her her teammates are confused the refs call a timeout because of this crazy stuff that's happening to crystal and crystal runs out of the gym away from the school away from her life it's so it's like black swan meets chicken boo What's the matter with you? You don't act like the other chickens do. You wear a disguise to look like human guys, but you're not a man, you're a chicken boo. Son, what the heck's wrong with you? It's just Santa Claus. He's a chicken, Dad. A giant chicken. He'll pick my eyes out. At home, Crystal hides in her room until her parents go to a parents' association meeting at school. And then she and and Cole come out of their rooms and waddle around and peck crumbs off the rug. And she's like, what are we going to do? Crystal has an idea. They decide to go to Vanessa's house and apologize and ask her to remove the spell. Okay. So here we go. Almost over. They waddle their way over to her house in the cold, windy night. It's like stormy and like about to rain. And uh, They get to Vanessa's house. They see that the lights are off. And Crystal's like, no, she's got to be home. I know she's home. So Crystal knocks on the door with her elbow. No answer. So they see... Like, what are they going to do? They see that the front window is glinting with silvery moonlight. And they decide to peek in. And in the silvery light, they see old-looking furniture. And Crystal sees some books, old-looking books on the coffee table. She's like, are those spell books? I know they are. Crystal's like, we have to break in. We have to break in and get those spell books. So they try the door. And the door is open. (gasps) 
And inside the house smells like coffee and peppery spices. Mm. And they walk into the living room with filled with its silvery light. Silvery, silvery, silvery. And Crystal reaches for a book. And as they do, they hear a loud shriek. It's Vanessa. Oh, no, wait. It's just her cat. And Crystal says, oh, that's right. Cats don't like chickens. So they see that the cat just is just like staring at them, sitting atop a high back chair in the living room watching them. And Crystal picks up a dusty old cracked book and can't read the title because it's too dark. So she says, let's turn on a light. And Cole's like, no, we can't. Crystal's like, no, we'll just turn a light real fast. Fine, finds, trying to find a, a light switch on the wall and the light turns on independent of her and they see Vanessa standing no, hiding Vanessa's against the wall. Vanessa's there. Oh wait, it's just an oil portrait of Vanessa. And it turns out it was Cole that turned on the light because he found it. So Crystal could read the book title. And the title of the book is Chicken, Chicken, Chicken. Yeah, you don't want to plagiarize here. And she, Crystal's like, this must be the book. And then they hear a bang and then another bang. And they realize it's just the wind, the broken gate on her fence just banging in the wind. So they sneak out of the house, hurry home, go to Crystal's room, and start looking for a spell in the book to turn them back. When Crystal stops and says, oh, no, we made a mistake. We did it on purpose. Chicken, chicken, chicken isn't a spell book. It's a cookbook. I saw this coming, did of you? Of only chicken recipes. Did you see this coming? I totally did. You know, I don't know. It's you hard to see with two eyes on either like side of my head. Gaze. You missed what I said. You said it's hard to see with two with eyes on the sides of my head. Oh, great. So, um... But you're not a man. You're a chicken bitch. So Crystal starts to feel sick. She sees white feathers curling up from her skin. Her Ew. beak her beak is starting to stretch out past her chin. Oh, her, her teeth are receding into her gums. Ew, it's so gross. Chicken. She's like, we have to get back for it's too late before we're, com-, she says, before we're completely chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this book is terrifying and fucked up and hilarious and so stupid and I love it. I would love it if this book were called Completely Chicken. No, no, too scary. In the mirror, Crystal can see that her eyes are now small, round, black circles pushing to the sides of her head. How could this be a television episode? Her like, whole head do? narrowing, feathers everywhere. This is terrifying. It's so scary. So they hurry back to the house and it takes a while because of their chicken legs and the eyes on the sides of their heads. But they end up breaking back in. Crystal gets distracted by sucking down a bowl of sunflower seeds in the living room. And then they find her magic spell books. And Crystal finds one with a page filled with chicken spells. They find a spell that says human to chicken. But not the other way around. So they do like any good Goosebumps protagonist would. And they decide to say the spell in reverse and do the spell in reverse. Do you guys want to know what the spell is to turn a human into a chicken? It's not dissimilar from learning how to fly. I want us to say it together. But first, let's go over the actions. Cole is so excited, he starts to cluck in a circle. The spells, it's just like he's going chicken crazy. Um, the spell. You have to say the words really fast and at the same time do a crazy chicken dance. And then point at whoever you want and say chick and whisper chicken chicken. This is the spell backwards. Chick cluck chick cluck 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 chick. Then you take two giant steps, three to the right, and flap your arms. And then cluck four times. Cluck 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 chick cluck cluck chick cluck. Fuck. Wait, let's do it again. You flap your arms, and then we'll cluck four times and do the rest part, okay? Okay. So we'll flap, 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 flap our arms. Cluck, 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 chick, cluck, cluck, chick, cluck. Yes. And after they do that, they start to itch. And 
Crystal's feathers shoot straight out and egg-shaped sparkles appear in her eyes. The room turns purple and tilts and she almost falls over. Oh, purples and tilts and pink, pink, pink. So she's like, and when she opens her eyes, she realizes, oh my gosh, the floor looks so far away. Then Crystal realizes that they they have not turned out into humans. Now they are just really, really big chickens. <laughs> big as a horse. She's like, oh no. So they try the spell again. And Crystal tries to pick up the book with her, book with her, with her quote, scraggly chicken fingers. <laughs> so they do it again, taking big giant chicken steps. And now this time, they same thing happens. The, the per- room turning purple, the egg shaped sparkles. And then they turn into tiny baby cheeping yellow chicks. So now they're like fucking Tweety Bird. And they realize, oh no, they's being attacked by Vanessa's cat. And so then, which reminds me of Legend of the Lost Legend, that Vanessa's nameless cat comes over and starts pouncing and playing with Crystal Chick. And like literally picks up Crystal with its paws and shoves Crystal as a baby chick into the cat's mouth. And And it's like so hot and sour and sticky in there. And then the cat spits Crystal out. And Crystal's yellow tiny baby feathers, cheap, 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 are all matted down with cat saliva. And Crystal lands hard on her side. And she's like, oh, I guess guess the cat doesn't want to eat me. Just play with me. Silvery drool coming out of its mouth. This is the point where I think Arlstein is like, all right. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. And the cat just starts picking her up, dropping her, dangling her, making her spin in its paws. Do cats do this? I don't know. I don't know. And then it just stopped all of a sudden and disappears. And the lights turn on and it's actually Vanessa appearing right in front of them. And Vanessa's like, There's also oh, like three pages left. This there are book. three pages left. Just what have we here? She, she hold, picks them up, holds them in her palm and says, what should I do with you two now? Crystal tries to talk, but she can only cheat. All she and Cole can do is cheat. A kappa chi chi. She jumps out of Vanessa's hand, hops onto the typewriter that is on Vanessa's desk, and furiously types out a letter to Vanessa one letter at a time. Apologizing to her. She writes out a letter by hopping on keys with her bird feet. So baby chick Cole and Sorceress Vanessa wait there while letter by letter Crystal types this out. And she types out the apology letter and Vanessa reads it and then says, sorry, nothing I can do. Then Crystal types out with her feet the word please. And Vanessa says, I like the way you say please. Politeness is so important. That's That's what what I I care about about more than than anything else. else. Good Good manners. manners. That's That's why I had had to punish you. Because you you didn't apologize. apologize. All of my books are etiquette books on manners. manners, But but it's it's really really too late. late. So she puts them down. Crystal hops, uh, hops out like another letter on the typewriter to Vanessa that says, thank you for explaining this to us and thank you for trying to teach us to be polite. Yours truly, Crystal and Cole. (laughs) This is absolutely perfect. so stupid. Vanessa says, oh my goodness, a thank you note? No No kids kids today today ever write thank you notes. So then she points at them, mumbles some words under her breath, and they turn back into humans. And And all three of them laugh and laugh and and laugh together. And And Vanessa's like, you guys want a drink? I know how thirsty these spells can make. Let me get you a drink. And this is all happening so fast. But then she brings out like two glasses of cola. And she's like, I know, kids 
like cola. Can we just pause for a second? Like, what the fuck is happening? What here? is happening? I love that there is a, a stereotype sorceress witch in this small farm town who's completely obsessed with manners. I think that's hysterical. But this all happened so quickly, shoved in at the very end. I was like, what? Wait, what? What? And this is why Anthony did not turn, was not affected by the spell because he said, I'm sorry. When they bumped into her. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? So she brings them two glasses of Coke. They say thank you. And they drink the drink so fast because they're so thirsty. But then Cole burps. And Crystal knows she shouldn't. But it's a really funny burp. So they both laugh. And laugh and laugh. And then Vanessa angrily steps in front of them, points at them, and says, Pig, pig. Now, normally we'd read the first paragraph and last paragraph of the book, and we're still going to do that. It's going to be very short, and it goes like this. I hate chickens. Pig, pig. (laughs) What a truly ludicrous, crazy book. What do you guys think? Do you think this was the worst Goosebumps book we've had so far? Is... Are you as charmed by it as I'm choosing to be charmed by it now? I gave it a D plus, I think, when I read it back when I was 16. But I think I was taking things too seriously back then. I think it's a total blast. And we might as well have one of these books, you know? Yeah, totally. It's cute. Anyway, you guys. It's one of of the, the classics to me now because it's like... Like, oh, you know, there's fucking Chicken Chicken. That one's crazy. I wonder if anyone's favorite Goosebumps book is Chicken Chicken. What was that waiter's favorite book? It was How I Learned to Fly. How I Learned to Fly. Yeah. There we go. There we go. People know Chicken Chicken, though. I mean, how could you not? It's pretty unforgettable. It's true. It's truly unforgettable. Well, thank you guys for listening so much. Yeah, we have less than 10 books left in the original Goosebumps series. Oh, my goodness. Deadcast isn't going anywhere, but we only have... We have nine left in the original Original series, series, but there's so much more to go. If you have any really great chicken recipes you want to share with us, please email us at welcometodeadcast at gmail.com. We love to giggle and tickle as we read those emails from you guys. And if you want to um, tweet at us or um, DM us or um, comment on shit and, like, bug us online, please do. I love talking about Goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. My um, Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery, and my Twitter is iRobotUJane. My Instagram is DanielXMontgomery, and my Twitter is Daniel Montgomery, except there's no E in Montgomery. Whoops. Whoops. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> so I hope you guys can stay awake for our next episode because it's time to keep up because we're not going to go to sleep. Number no. 54, don't go to sleep. Don't exclamation to sleep. point is coming up. And we'll be back to have uh, talking about TV episodes because it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Some of these books are too fucking nuts to have TV episodes Ooh, with them. Child. But not next week or next episode. All right, you guys. Well, we'll see you next time. And until then, you wear a disguise to look like human guys, but you're not a man, you're a chicken boo.